kind of amorphous spirituality. In the little town where I pastored the only evangelical church in the community, there were weekly guided meditation meetings. There are gatherings on Halloween night to summon the spirit of the fire. We had channelers and psychics in our town, mystics and manipulators of crystals. Vermont can be pretty new agey. Many people are spiritual, but not religious. Truth be told, however, what most people there who say, I'm spiritual but not religious, really mean is, I literally never think about anything spiritual or religious until somebody like you brings it up. We live in a true post-evangelical, post-Christendom spiritual wilderness. And yet here I am, just trying to get my hair cut, and I go and ruin this lady's autopilot chit-chat with my very livelihood. On this particular visit to the salon, I was prepared for the question and for the response. Part of me, I'm sad to say, was hoping to avoid the whole thing. I just wanted a haircut. But I was also prepared for God's other plans. Our conversation went pretty much like this. I'm spiritual, but not religious, she said. That's cool, I said. How would you describe your spirituality? Well, you know, I just try to be a good person. I think if you put positive things out there, positive things will come back to you. There's a lot of negativity in the world. Yep, there sure is. Would you say, then, that you think most people in the world are negative? It seems like it. Not everybody, but lots of people. But not you. Well, I'm not perfect, of course. But I do try my best to put positive energy into the world. A lot of Vermonters are really big on positive energy and the like. So, for you, being spiritual is about doing good things, I said. Yeah, pretty much. Just try to be a good person. Put more positive energy out there. Try not to get too distracted by the negative and just basically be kind and all that. It's at this point I'm reminded that this is the general outlook of just about everybody in the history of the universe. They may all describe it or define it in different ways, but this kind of moral calculus is the basic default setting of every human being, religious or irreligious, who has ever existed. I just need to be good. I need to be more good than bad. If I do more good things than bad things, I am a good person. And since I am a good person, I can do more good things than bad things. There are exceptions, of course, but this is how most people think. This is why many Southerners go to church every Sunday and why many New Englanders don't, because they're good people. I have found in this largely non-Christian culture that this kind of conversation leads to an incredible evangelistic entry point. By and large, people in my community have rejected organized religion and all that goes along with it because they have determined that they can be good people just fine without it. And here's the kicker. They can. You can work on your positive energy output, on making sure the good side of your scales bears more weight than the bad side, all without the help of a church or a sacred book or any of the stuff that comes with an actual religion. You can be spiritual but not religious. And many try it. In my part of Vermont, families who worship no divine being at all teach their children manners, homeschool them, don't let them watch TV, train them to reduce, reuse, and recycle, and all that. They are, as far as trying to be good goes, good people. They figured out they don't need the church to do any of those good things, and they're pretty much right. So it's my job, and the job of every Christ-following believer everywhere, to do the wonderful job of exploding all this tidiness with the most radical notion these folks have ever heard. Trying to be good isn't the point. When I want to share the message of Jesus with someone, I nearly always ask what I then ask my hairstylist that day. What would you say the message of Christianity is?
I have literally never heard an unbeliever reply with the message Christians call the gospel. Never. Their response is always some variation of what they've already said they try to do without the help of a religion. Be a good person. I don't know if they think the message of Christianity is be good because they've never heard the gospel or because the evangelical church has done a terrible job of making the gospel clear. I suspect it's a fair amount of both. In any event, the door is now wide open to correct the misunderstandings, to clear the air, to present the good news. Make no mistake, in the public marketplace of religious conversation, in the entire world of spiritual, unspiritual, religious, irreligious, theistic, deistic, polytheistic, atheistic, political, moral, liberal, conservative, moderate, or whatever kind of ideas, Christianity is at a great advantage. Why? Because in the midst of this murky, multi-ideological fog, Christianity stands alone and above.